You're listening to another Mariners podcast by the fans and for the fans with news and views on the Claret and Blues. Yeah, I know, man. Have a listen. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Mariners podcast. It's our New Year edition, and um, we're back on home soil, as it were, back in the King George studio after the our away day when we went live in December. Uh, say we... It's obviously myself, Chris May, and I've got, as usual, my great mate Ronnie Pete alongside us. You all right, Ronnie? Spot on, I was just uh, thinking about that live show. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, it's good, wasn't it? Yeah, and I think we'll, we'll do another one relatively soon, I think. Well, I think um, the per- perfect time to do it would probably be once we've got the league title sewn up. Yes. I was, just, I was sitting next to, obviously, my favourite ever player, Rob Briggs. And it's like a... Fanboy for for a night. It was beautiful. Like a little boy, weren't you? Oh, I was like a little, little boy. This is class. <laughs> as you were playing with the telly, trying to get your videos he, on. He was taking the big Alvers as well for not being able to get the videos on. Right. We hope you enjoyed the the Christmas special. Um, it was really good to get uh, Briggsy and uh, Andy Morris alongside. Good football crack. Two yeah. good football men. Um, who give a little insight into into things. But um, it's back to back to basics tonight, Ronnie. Um, back to uh, back to normal. Since the since the last podcast, we've had six league games, mm-hmm. won five, lost one, fifteen points from a possible eighteen. You know, championship form, but championship form in every sense really, because not just points hauled, but some of the performances. Yeah. Um, if you think of um, Morpeth at New Year, you know, traditionally a place where we've we've struggled. You know, yes, we won the we won the Vars game in twenty seventeen, but we've never gone there and really done ourselves justice. But, it, but we're never looking any trouble at New Year, did we? Ever since the artificial pitch, definitely, and because it is a it is a strange one, isn't it? That pitch and I didn't play it. It doesn't play yeah, properly. It's it's a bit variable, um, and I thought whilst we didn't um, we didn't absolutely dominate the game. They didn't really have many, very many chances. They had a young Fishburne up front. Ah, young Fishburne, your friend's son. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was like I was. I texted you say that's crimes against football, eh? Because the young kid was just isolated mm-hmm. against uh, probably the, the best defense. Well, obviously the best defense in the league was Broadbent and Little marking him, uh, and we did well though. Callum Ross, he was fantastic that day. Yeah, and. It looks to me like we can adjust our game mm-hmm. according to the conditions and the team yeah. we're playing, which is something that champions do. Yeah. Ironically, uh, Callum's gone. Mm. Um, people said he should have been sent off for that challenge in the first half at Morpeth. Had it probably had it been another twenty minutes into the game, he probably would have got sent off. I think because he he left the floor. But um, just want to obviously pay tribute to Callum. Yeah. Um, uh, what a, a great servant he's been, and yes, the club's been good to him. You know, got him fit again, but you could never ever doubt his determination and, and his desire. Whenever he pulled a shirt on, you knew you were going to get a hundred percent from him every time. It's a shame because I think <clears throat> because of his injury and because of, like when he first came in, he, he he took a little bit of time to climatize. I think he just built that platform in which he was going to absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, fly yeah. with us, uh, but obviously, out of football um, reasons in terms of his coaching business and things like that, it's 
It's understandable. It is. But it's, we, it's just disappointing. It is a shame, and we wish him, we wish him very, very well for the yeah. future. Um, but of course, as one door closes, another one opens, and in comes Adi Shakunbi, who is a kind of a like-for-like in some ways. Um, but he really caught our eye on Saturday at Atherton when, you know, on a perhaps, it, well, it's not even a pitch. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a lovely shade of green, yeah. but I mean, I've played on better pitches at, on the quarry and on the wreck and that. You know, it, it, it's just a... Not quite as bad as Spence Park, but it's getting, it was getting there. It was shocking. <laughs> well, I think I've played on better at the Bents, actually, but um, on a pitch like that, where you couldn't play any football whatsoever, yeah. um, to his performance on Saturday, when you consider he, he'd come from the down south where it's generally warmer, mm-hmm. he's come, he's turned up at a not being, I don't want to be, don't want to sound crass, but it's a bit of a dump. Basic, um, basic ground. <laughs> dear mate. Uh, and he he played with a smile on his face, and he got involved in that spell in the second half. They just couldn't get him off the ball. Yeah, he tired. He tired at the end of it, which yeah. is understandable. And I think he plays a little bit more advanced than Callum Rosswood. Uh, but he's he's got strength he's got awareness obviously he got the goal which helps mm. uh, and he just looked like he was eating up that pitch uh, at will because he, how strong he is and uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just what we wanted actually I think if you think about away games <clears throat> I don't know if you remember a while back we played Lancaster and just got absolutely mullered yeah last season no, well actually that yeah, last season. Yeah, last season. That bring looking at that. If you look at Lancaster last season and Lancaster this season when we played superbly, yeah, 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 yeah. and if you look at Atherton last season yeah. and Atherton this season, yeah, it's yeah, they are two pivotal they are. moments. You can compare. You can. And I think Warrington this season we struggled a bit in the middle, but uh, you can definitely compare. And I think Atherton, if I was to compare it, because obviously we went to both. Uh, and I do like the place. It's got a lot of character. It has got it character. Is, you, you can't call it any more than basic because that would be a rustic, lie. rustic, basic, uh, traditional. But uh, I think I remember looking around when we were one 0 up against Atherton last year. We obviously would have had a player sent off, but you were looking around for leaders, mm. and it just seemed that the team caved in on themselves. Yeah. I think we had Dan Martin then. That was his last game. Connor T. Connor T on the right. A lot of them kind of, you know, in a, it can be expected because they didn't have a lot of senior experience between no, them. No. But they seem to just like uh, play within themselves. Yeah. and Withdraw. Withdraw. And then with when um, Atherton had, a, I think, a, a slightly better side, but they smelled blood. And they went for it. So... What one nil with what twenty minutes to go? Mm-hmm. Let's say uh, on Saturday against Atherton this season, I looked around at the same point in time mm-hmm. and I was like, "You see, Gary Little just barking orders uh, to the midfielders and the defence. You got Broadband, Broadbent there, uh, like very confident on the ball, strong in the air, and you got the two fullbacks, Hunter and Adams that are." Flying at the moment, but and the, then Boney, I think Boney he was takes a lot of confidence Saturday, from that because a goalkeeper has to have, you know, how you say the defense has to have confidence in the goalkeeper. 
goalkeeper has to have confidence in the defence. Yeah. And last year he could not he could not have had confidence in that defence. No, not at all. Which is going to impact him as well and his concentration. I thought on Saturday, uh, last Saturday at Atherton, in some ways, in, in everyone, you would know how good a shot stopper he is. Yes. But I thought it was probably his most commanding performance yes. of the season. Not that he had that much to do, but everything he did, he did immaculately. Yeah. Uh, he's catching, he's a com- command of the box, and he's kicking. Yeah. On a pitch like that, was was out of this world. Yeah, uh, he took more crosses. When I think about it, it's a great point. He took he, he took more crosses than I can remember. Mm-hmm. Shouting early, mm-hmm. getting there because keeper his size, you'd be expecting to get quite a lot mm-hmm. of those balls because corners have to be very precise, don't they, mm-hmm. to get goals. Um, and he, I just think the whole team just what? has lots of confidence yeah. about him. Wes said in the post match interview after the Atherton game, you know, one to fourteen, couldn't fault anybody, mm-hmm. and. To, to go there on a day like that and to come away with that probably the turning point of the season yeah I think probably so. it has mirrors of 2020 when we went on a run after we lost against Witten I think in the January and we just went on that run yes. we went to Lancaster we went to Grantham uh, we, we drew up Morpeth on a bad pitch and we this has got kind of a little bit of a mirror image and I just remember back to the last podcast when uh Briggsy alluded to uh, Darius coming back from Ashton, Ashton. and would 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 play at Ashton. I think on just the couple of days before, mm-hmm. and we got pegged back three. Three, so three. People were a bit worried going here, we go again. Yeah. But I remember uh, Briggsy saying that had an absolutely fantastic week in training where yeah. they were flying, desperate to get playing, and I just sensed the confidence about them um, because obviously. He'll know what training was like mm-hmm. this season, just right then and before Christmas. But he'll also know what it's like in previous times. And I think, you know, you can't just flick a switch overnight and and have bad training sessions and then play really well. Training will normally um, mirror match days. So him saying that, obviously, like, well, let's see it then. And it's come, it's coming. I think it can go. And then if you look at, I mean, Saturday against Atherton, uh, Alessandra comes on. He just he gets that, that little bit of calmness, calmness yeah. and class. Yeah. He gets a bad press with some, but people have to remember he's not a striker. Yeah. He is a he's very much a number ten yeah. stroke, well even eleven in some ways. But he just eggs he just oozes class and awareness. Yeah. And yeah. if you if you think about the players on the bench, Doherty, yeah. you've got to feel really sorry for him yeah. because he was absolutely brilliant at the start of the he season. Was. But he's had that injury. Someone else has got his place now, and they'll play there till they have a bad game, uh, or a, or a bad spell, and um, or an injury. And then Dylan Morse wasn't even in the squad. No, tweaked his back. So you've got like strength, depth, team on form, uh, able to attack from all areas. Mm. So like you know the the <laughs> people sometimes bring up uh, Finnegan, yeah. Cockden, Foley, <laughs> attack from all areas. I think that can be put to bed now because we this team can attack from m- multiple areas. But well, we did on Tuesday night. So you you weren't there, Ronnie. Um, you decided to go somewhere else, and uh, and uh, you missed perhaps some of the best football we've played in years. Um, but we did attack from all areas. Darius was taking the ball, chesting the ball down by the left touch line. You know, Addy was taking the ball from deep. Um, 
Blair and Jordan are playing with such confidence. If you look at look at last Saturday, Atherton, yeah. the, those two, their timing, whether it was defending, whether it was going forward, the anticipation that they had. I said in a, in another forum that it was it was Jordan's best defensive performance of the season. Didn't put a foot wrong. Tuesday night, more of the same, playing with confidence. Mm. I mentioned in the post match interviews, playing with a smile on their face. Yep. And Tuesday night, that there was a spell in the first half, uh, twenty minutes or so, where we were irresistible. It was fantastic to watch. And I think yes, I think you're right, Ronnie. I think it can all of, all of that. Cogden, Finnegan, Foley, you know, Phillips, all these kind of you know, it can be put to bed. Yeah, can. Because these players are. These these are proper players. If you look back to the you know the Atherton the Atherton one really sticks in my craw because if you look at the two sides, you know, it was last November yeah. or the November of twenty twenty one. We go to yeah. Atherton, we draw just should have got beat should have got beat, um, and we go there and dominate really. Um, and you look at the 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 um. The two sides, yeah, they are like chalk and cheese. You're Put absolutely them side right. by side. You, well, that that team on Saturday would have destroyed last that totally. last season's team totally. um, in every capacity. Uh, it was fantastic. It was great. It was funny on Saturday because although the football wasn't great, I still enjoyed it. It was still great to watch because because right. it was it was it was old school. It was like watching a game from the seventies. Yeah, you mentioned Jordan Hunter there before, and I think Jordan. Has really struggled with pitches like that since mm. he since he joined because obviously he's, <laughs> he's grown up on, on academy like, pitches, wasn't yeah, he? really good pitches. And I remember his first game like that. I think it was Ashton away, no Witten away. Horrendous pitch, ball mm. bouncing out there, and he, he just I don't I just don't think he realised knew what to do. First fifteen minutes against Southampton, it's he he wasn't. He was yeah. struggling with he was, it. Yeah, he was. He, he admitted it in his interview. Yeah. He was struggling with it, I could see. But then, he, I think he just... And this is quite hard for an attacking fullback because he just... I think he realised, I just need to slow this down, take mm-hmm. an extra touch. Yeah. It's fine because I've got people to pass to. And it just... It's that, and I think it's the same with the wire team. Being able to adjust in football is what champions do. Mm-hmm. Adjust to the situation. You don't know what the situation is going to be. But feel it out for a bit, adjust, and that's how you win leagues. Men, we've said you know, maybe Saturday was the turning point, but actually the previous away game away to Geisley, that yeah. might have been another turning point because that's a game we shouldn't have lost. Um, we were lost to a penalty. Whether it was a penalty or not, it doesn't matter. Um, that was a, it was a, you said in commentary it was a weird game. Strange. Really strange. You had a, a centre-half who, let's be fair, is overweight for them. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just like just Peter Kane. It was like Peter Kane, the John Smith's advert. Like, you know, keep me up and then blasting it over the garden. Have yeah. it. And then yeah, it's like having a player like. I mean, listen, he was good on the ball. Yeah, but he but he didn't want it. He just he kept it, blasting it. Yeah, and uh, that was their game plan. And it was just it was a blip that one. I think. Mm-hmm. I think it, I think it was just such a strange because the way they set up. Was weird in the first half. Yeah, it's as if they wanted to sit back, but they, they wanted to come forward at the same time. If it makes sense, it's really strange. It was a strange game to read, and it was really it had nil nil written all over it. Um, we had some chances. We did, we did, uh, but I thought a draw would have been a fair result on reflection. But the, the funny, 
obviously, well, it's not funny actually, it's, it's pretty worrying. Is Geisley's um, Stone Island Stone gang. Stone Island stand. Um, they're going to get the club into serious trouble if they're not careful. It's happened again against Hyde on Saturday. I think one or two of them got a good hiding. Oh, I've seen that. Um, but it, it, it's uh, it's Northern Premier League football. It's, that's a worry. It is. And I think if, I think if we played them um, in better weather and better conditions and we had like, say it was a summer and we had like a whole... Mm-hmm. Like a whole lot of fans there, that could have been could have pretty been, nasty. Even with segregation, that could have been nasty. Because there was no segregation outside the ground, hence yeah. our bus got bricked. Yeah. The team bus had to have a police escort because they were ready with bricks yeah. when the team were leaving. In fact, I think some of the lads who were doing the walk, the, the running after the game, the, stri- ah, the, the, the yeah, sprints, yeah, yeah. I think there was a bit of hassle there. And and then of course it happens again on Saturday, and of course Geisley, it was a Geisley supporter in brackets who was a uh, centre of uh, Pissgate with that goalkeeper, <laughs> you know. So, it hasn't been a very good season for them. If they want to get back into the National League setup, they've got a lot to do. I think that those youngsters, I think they'll deal with that. I think that I've read on their thing that they're putting some controls in place around they have to be with an adult and all that. But I think it probably just becomes a police matter because really yeah. most of the trouble they're going to cause is going to be outside the ground. Which yeah. club, the club don't have any jurisdiction over. But one day they'll come up against yeah. a, a firm, a crew of mm. people who know what they're doing. <laughs> they'll not be back, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> but hopefully that won't happen because, you know, these are, these are young kids and they're, they're probably getting led by mm. a, a few of them, who, a few bands. Everyone makes mistakes when you're that age. And, uh, but I think you're right, the police and the club. Probably need to just uh, try Yeah, nip it in the bud. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the defeat at Geisley was a difficult one to take in many ways. But um, we've got back on the yeah on the on the on the thing again, and we we're, we're back on the road. And um, the the performance on Tuesday night against Mask was, and again, you know, the, the team had to face adversity, you know, going to goal down within yes. two minutes, um, and then being pegged back in the second half. It was one of those where I always felt we would win the game. I never felt at any time worried at all. Yeah, there would be that anxiety at times, but I always felt there was another goal in us mm-hmm. because we were that good. And uh, the yeah, the, actually, it was one of those where we missed chances, but they weren't bad misses. The goalkeeper made some good saves. There was one save at the end. I don't know how he made that save there, keeper. It was very near the end of the game. I think it was Lewis Alessandro went through, mm-hmm. and Alessandro had his head in his hands. How he made the save, I don't know. Yeah. Well, um, the, creating chances is a big sign of doing well, and you know I, I'm just looking back at the we we all we beat Marine two one at home as well, which is a it's a fabulous result. It's a good result because Marine are a fairly there's some teams that we've seen this season that are, are not very good, and you can see that they're not very good. Um, I mean, one of those is Liversedge. We've got Liversedge coming up on uh, Tuesday night at home. Yeah. Um, you weren't there actually. Uh, Michael commented with us at Liversedge and it was one of those where they offered nothing. I mean, literally right. offered nothing. Um, and um, I thought they were very poor, much as you know, that would bite me on the arse, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. um, Lancaster on Saturday, we've got a chance to do a double again. We doubled up against Morpeth. Um, and I, I liked Blair's little comment in the match programme afterwards, the next home game. We thanked Morpeth for the six points. <laughs> <laughs> that was, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and um, I think uh, you've got to be comfort, very confident on Saturday. Yes, Lancaster. The limited aren't the greatest travellers. They they do rely on their pitch and their home. And they're, like, they're still relying on Norris as well. I mean, he's still playing. Quite a player. Um, but I, I, we should have too much. Fun. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to be probably you know people will say, "Oh, shut your mouth!" Oh, don't say stuff like that. But I can't see many teams getting much from us now. No, I agree. If that if what we've seen over the last particularly two games is anything to go by, um, not many will be able to actually live with us if 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 we put the same amount of effort in, oh, yeah. and that, which I think we will. Um, well, I'm not a believer in tempting fate, so looking at what you've got to look at the evidence in front of you and not some kind of mystical <laughs> tempting fate. Yes, Clinton Baptiste. Uh, going Clinton on. Baptiste. You're all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're all right. You're all right. But, but looking at the facts, looking at the, at the league table, like, I think a couple more wins and you can say it's won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, the next two home games, um, you won six points, but they are not... So on Tuesday night, for instance, I think it's a full league programme. I could be wrong, but I think it's a full programme. But it's the game, the following Tuesday, away to Gainsborough, which is one of the games in hand. Uh, that's huge. Mm-hmm. But Gainsborough um, have been on a bit of a trot. Mm-hmm. So they are there for the taking. Warrington Rylands, the, on the Saturday before, they've just, had to, they've just lost the manager again. So they are there for the taking. Uh, providing we put the right shift in, because if you look at, if you look at, um, I'll, I'll go back. There's a there's a word that I think is a, a key word this season, and I think it's recruitment. Mm-hmm. The recruitment in the summer was excellent, and the recruitment during the season has been terrific. If you look back when 2020, when we signed um, Ballymumba on loan. Yeah. And that was a freakish loan. You're not going to get that kind of loan again. It was yeah, a freak, you know, so that yeah. the timing, the standard of the player. Um, but the signing of Shakunbi mm. is, a, to me, a real catalyst. And you, you want your signings, whether it's a loan or a permanent, you want them to make an impact. Yeah. Jordi Mongoy came in on loan, made an impact. And now, Addy's coming. Yeah, he's scoring a load of goals for Hyde. Like... Yeah, Russ is a good, He's going to be one of those straight. He didn't fit into our yeah, way did. of playing, did he? Yeah, he didn't. It's like that young kid at, at, at Mortworth, your friend's son. Uh, uh, Fishburne. He's, Fishburne. He's got something about him. He's a good player. Carlisle wouldn't have signed him otherwise. Yeah. But in that, he's never going to do anything. Not in that situation. So Will Russ was never uh, going to fit yeah, into our yeah. way of playing. Yeah. Um, but, so, I agree. But Adi Shakumbi's come in with a huge grin on his face. He, if you look, even like, if you look at just the interviews. Yeah. The interviews that the players have given, and I've said this in previous podcasts, but it, it's happening again because of the lads we're bringing in, Mongoy, Shakunbi, they've got a smile on their face, they're talking about being so energetic, um, delighted to be with us, rather than, you heard it last season, well, it's a project I want to be part oh, of. Yeah, da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. Um, and thankfully, one of them, Hooper, the final one, has gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the club have probably learned a, some, a lot of lessons over the last 12 months when it comes to recruitment, and, and one of the key elements, one of the real catalysts, is Joe Monks. Um, yes. Joe, if you remember, you know, he'd heard, if you remember the last podcast, he'd heard the name Mon- Geordie Mongoy from a previous, you know, trial or something. He'd seen him a few years earlier. 
And it's just those little nuggets of information yes. that make such a massive difference. Um, it's it's about getting the right attitude. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like don't want to we don't want to see anyone that comes up from like south of us and you know we put them up and all that. We don't want to see all of those are uh, mercenaries because they're not. They're not. Uh, you pick the ones that that really want to play and really want to do well, and. Uh, it's just like some characters will really love it up here mm-hmm. uh, some might not but if it, you can normally kind of tell by their character whether they're going to like it up here yeah. uh, so I totally agree with you that lessons have been learned I've just remembered uh, Alfred Woods came on and he was absolutely brilliant he was superb he was like the attitude he showed because he could quite easily sulk a bit mm-hmm. now because he's on the bench and he I mean, he's been injured, he had an eye operation. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it, an eye operation. But he has been fit at times and he hasn't got on. Like Josh yeah, yeah. Doherty. You know, Josh, exactly. in any other club, he'd be a starter. He would. He would. And, and he's, he, it looks to us from the outside, he doesn't sulk. Yeah. He's there, he's ready to put put a shift in. Um, there will come a point when he'll be needed. Exactly. I've no doubt about it. He'll be needed at some point because the games are going to come thick and fast again. Yeah. Um, and the competition for places. Yeah. There was one point where. You know, you could pick the the eleven because you didn't have the depth, but you've got Woods there. You've got Martin Smith who's getting challenged by Wood mm-hmm. Woods, uh, so he has to be on his game. Well, I thought Smudge had his best game he of the season brilliant. on Tuesday night. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, on last Saturday he was really good. Well, as well. I thought he was even better again on Tuesday yeah. night. And then the game that Dylan you Morse, weren't there for. Dylan Morse is good. <laughs> I'm going to cut out this. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan Dylan Morse. Everyone said he needed competition. Yeah. He's got competition. Big, big competition now. And you can see the improvement in him. Yeah. He's going to have to work hard to get back in. He is because we've gone to a back four from a back five. Yes. Yeah. And we've looked yeah. probably even better, dare I say, I with a so. back four. And probably because the two centre-halves know exactly what they're doing. And it releases Briggsy and... Yeah. A little bit so, yeah. Competition for places, which has meant... And, and, when I when I look back, not so long ago we were away to Radcliffe and we didn't have enough subs. Mm. You know, we didn't. I think Callum Dobson had to make the numbers up on the bench, or or, or we only had three subs or whatever. Um, or we took a an, an academy player. Be, but all of a sudden, that there's no injuries and that competition is there. You don't want your squad to be too big because you will get some yeah, subs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is why the 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 loans of uh, Bodenham and McGowan. And Jenkins and now Sam Hodgson has gone to Blythe now. Um, I'm interested with that one because now, of course, you've got Jack Bodenham, and you've got Will McGowan, you've got Sam Hodgson. Now, particularly Sam Hodgson, who's the longest serving Shields player. Yeah. He's been in a club where, historically, it's challenged for honours, it's challenged for league titles every year. Yeah. Now, Sam is in, he's going to be playing in a relegation oh, battle. Man. So I, that'll be interesting to see how that pans out. I can't see Blythe staying up if I'm honest. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they've got enough. I would like them to stay up purely because if we go up, I want them to be in the same division so we were a local derby next year. I don't, I, I'm selfishly wanting, I don't want, I'd like to see Gateshead you know, do all right, but I want to see them at the same time get relegated yeah, and we what? get promoted. There's another derby. I want Darling yeah. to stay down. Yeah. I want Spennymoor and I, I want local derbies. We've got enough miles in the bank to just have a little bit of a season. Where <laughs> we don't have to but it's going to, next season, the, the travel will really 
because of, because of the fact that the National League North has changed its dynamic massively. This you know, Gloucester City are in the National League North. Banbury. I mean, so the only thing is, none of them mean you have to go over that bloody M62. Yeah, and it's just you know that it's a long haul one. Yeah. Whereas when everyone, when they're all over there, oh M62. Because yeah. you know it's something you're gonna hit. You're gonna hit a traffic jam at some point. It's just a drain, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, like, and Sam, I think, has got a. He's gonna have to have like a. Pretty much convert all his chances because he's not gonna get many. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Darius was sent on loan to Ashton. Yes. To score, to get game time and score goals. Mm-hmm. And he did it, and he's come back such with such confidence and fitness. We really need to see Sam if he's going to come, want to come back and try to get his place at Shields. He's going to have to go and score goals. It's just, it's just, and, and in a relegation dogfight, it's not going to be easy for the kid. No, it's. I think if he went to Ashton now, he'd score lots of goals. Mm. Uh, but I don't think he's good. Well, you know, he might, but he's going to have to put it with, be very clinical. And we know he's clinical, but he's, he, he, I mean, this is a really good opportunity for him to show everyone what he's, what he's capable of. At the same time, you know, those lads that are playing in National League North where we want to be, yeah. so if they do come back to Shields and they've got that bit of experience of Two, the division. Of course, of course. So again, we'll look at the management side of things and... The management team haven't done much wrong. If you think, you know, the the question, the eyebrows that were raised when Darius went on loan, actually think, whoa, what's happened here? But it's it's worked. It, it, everything has worked. The recruitment has worked. There's a a real, I, I think, a feel good factor around the pitch, um, mm-hmm. on, well, on and off the pitch within yep. the squad. They clearly enjoy playing alongside each other. They clearly enjoy a bit of socialising together. Yeah. They can, you know, the, there's no, there appears to be no real clicks. And you're always going to get, you know, in any dressing room, you're going to get different oh, groups. Course. You know, yeah. you're never going to not get clicks, but some clicks can be pretty um, bad. Toxic. Toxic is the word. And I think the toxics, the toxics <laughs> have gone. You know, the, the hoopers and the mains. Yeah. You know, there's Cedric Main, you know. He scored four goals in a cup tie for Blythe, but one league goal tells you everything mm. that he'll play when he wants. Hooper, he's gone to Gloucester. How on earth these players get gigs, I do not know. But he's gone to Gloucester. And yeah. you, you just wonder who... Obviously, he's got a good agent, is all that. I think it's, it's overconfident managers who think they can uh, transform anyone. Mm. They've got good man management skills, but <clears throat> every one of them will get a shock with... Mm. With those players, no doubt about it. Mm. So, um, with lots of good things happening on the pitch, we had the announcement on the podcast special that I did, the little interview I did with Jeff Thompson about the offer for season tickets, um, which apparently has has been taken up quite well. And once again, the club listening, some fans said, well, can you not do a, a, a monthly payment? And I thought they wouldn't because of the fact that it's just cash flow up until the end of the financial year, June the 30th, mm-hmm. I think it is. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they've put in the monthly option up until August the 1st, which means they'll get four payments before the yeah. end of the financial year, just opens up that avenue for more. Which is, up. Yeah. I don't um, think they needed a massive amount of 
people to get it. To I don't think their, so. Hit their target. I think it's creative thinking, um, and it's good and well, it's business savvy, isn't it? It's, yeah, business savvy and but it's just the way of the world, right? It's like money. Money is a massive part mm. of of everything, really, and fortunately. But also fortunately, those who can afford it mm-hmm. can can help the club out a little bit. And, but help um, themselves, yeah. You know, help themselves, have, yeah. <laughs> be watching Little National longer, League football at Northern Premier League prices, yeah. which can't be bad. And I think the offer is going to be made to sponsors as well. But yeah. of course, the other, you know, there's been cost cutting exercises, changes to bar opening hours. Um, there's a lot of talk on social media um, when the dis- when the announcement was made. Uh, I'm very much kind of in agreement with what's being done. It's not ideal. We've after games, if it's not been the marquee, we've been in the clubhouse. Mm. Um, but everything's going to go over to the new bar. Well, well I've been in the new bar quite. Uh, and and I, I've got no problem with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not ideal, but because less people are actually staying back after games, well, it just makes sense that you turn the lights off and send staff home so you're not paying out. Plus, also, you've got to remember that that new bar, the new stand, a lot of its power is solar. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it, it's such a huge difference to the utilities. I noticed on Tuesday night the floodlights weren't switched on until yeah. as near as possible, the warm ups as possible. Every little helps. It does. And when you start micromanaging your figures, will you start looking after yourself? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I, I quite I like pretty much every bar in <laughs> <laughs> well, I, do, I, do, I do like the new bar and it was good when they put the karaoke on and uh, I'm not probably the best person to ask about this because I'm not very fussy mm. about like yeah. as long as we've got like some cheap lager there and and some again going on then um, then I'm happy but this isn't forever though is it no this is just for like a handful of games like yeah. four, five games because because remember, once we, once we are in National League North and we are going to get promoted this year, yep. we are going to get promoted this yep. year. Um, it's a whole new dynamic because you've got bigger clubs with uh, bigger fan bases, yep. away support. You're also going to get bigger names, which we might will get more through yep. the turnstiles for home support. Mm-hmm. And you'd like to think people would stay back uh, um, with, a, with a happy hour in place and. Uh, just that feel good yeah I mean I, uh, sometimes I think uh, a lot of people uh, miss the context that this is yeah. really short term just mm-hmm. to get us over something mm-hmm. it's not as if like this is going to be forever no. but some of the conversations and comments are like it, 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 if you read them call and you didn't know the context you'd think well that's going to be like forever more but mm-hmm. We've seen, you mentioned before, uh, before we start recording, you can never get served at one point. It was horrendous. You'd be like, you wouldn't, you, we wouldn't even try getting a pint at half time. No. But then with the marquee and things have significantly improved with the new yeah. bar, uh, you can get a pint. Yeah. Everywhere used to be rammed. And I miss those days in some ways. You know, the clubhouse after a game. I remember Lisa used to go in five minutes before the end yeah. of the game to get seats. And, you just, and yeah, I miss that. But ultimately... Um, I just like being there, I like having a beer after a game, or two, or three, sometimes four, yeah. sometimes five, yeah. um, and just get served. The more you, actually the quicker you serve, but 
when you get to a time in a, in, in a, in a day or an evening where there's not the demand, it's pointless keeping everything on. Yeah. Switch it off. As you know, I'm, I'm not a fan of going home. Uh, no. Anywhere before midnight. <laughs> but, but I've seen unless it where it's been. Unless it's to my house. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been there when there's not been many people there at all. And yeah. It's a bit sad, but I think you're right. Get If you can get them all in one place and you can get something on in that yeah. new bar that's entertaining. Get a jumper. Then, you, jump then, it'll, then it'll be class. And I think the, the great thing about it, though, is you... Every pint you buy there, you know you you probably buy in the next superstar that we're watching next season. Yeah, go towards the next Adi Shikunbi. Yep. Um, so Saturday, home to Lancaster, uh, chance to, to to do another double, and we need to get as many doubles as possible. Yep. Um, but I think the consensus, Ronnie, is huge confidence. Massive confidence. Massive. There's nothing. Only an absolute disaster would prevent us. And I think we've had our fair share of disasters and mm. the, the rule of probability mm. states that we're, you know, we're, we're going to um, keep it together. Yeah. Um, and even if we did have a few injuries, I think we could cope with it. Well, even Tuesday night, you know, um, Mackenzie Heaney came on yeah. on a pitch where he could do his twists and his turns yeah. late on. I mean, a guy's leap is impossible. The yeah. poor lad couldn't keep his feet at times. And then uh, uh, Atherton, well, it was, you're never gonna, he was never going to play at Atherton on a pitch like that. Yeah. But he came on and he looked good. You know, uh, Alessandra came on, looked good. Yeah. The, everybody who's going to come on now is going to make an impact of some description. So, yeah, Nobody's gonna, nobody is going to be able to cope with us if we are on the metal. I, I put me, I put me money on it. I put me reputation on it, which isn't it's massive. Big, well, <laughs> It's the biggest one I've got. <laughs> so your reputation in your head is yeah, the, biggest. the biggest I've got. <laughs> it's, the, it's the biggest stake I can wager. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yes, huge two home games coming up. Let's try and get behind the lads on Saturday, on Tuesday night. And six points out of six will see us, I've no doubt... Extend the lead at the top of the table yep. and will send us into the away game at Warrington Rylands in great, great shape. And it'll be those where you can go away from home, and if you even if you get a point away from home, it is a point gained. Yep. It's not two points dropped, it's a point gained on the road to the championship, which we are going to win this season, I've no doubt. Yep. And we will do a live podcast when we've won the league. Yep. Um, and I think we'll win the league with several games to spare. Totally agree. That right? Totally agree. Uh, so, ladies and gents, hope you've enjoyed our New Year edition. Although we're in February now, um, <laughs> hope you've enjoyed it. Um, keep enjoying your football, and we shall see you around First Cloud Arena very, very soon. Ronnie, thank you very much for your hospitality. Pleasure. Thanks for your company. So, from Ronnie and myself, Chris, thanks for listening, and we shall see you soon. But for now, it's bye bye. Thanks for listening to this Mariners podcast. There'll be another one along soon before you can see it. Robert Briggs.